What's up, Moto Japan crew? Hello. It's been a while. It's always a while. <laughs> yes, always. At this series,、mm-hmm. we're going to talk about、uh, Moto Show as usual. As usual. Actually, the first podcast we had was from the Tokyo Motor Show two、yes. years ago. Last year they skipped it. So we're coming back.、Uh, the first one was Motor Show. Is today going to be the last one? <laughs> yes. Sorry, Just guys. Just kidding. No, today we're going to talk about Tokyo Motor Show 2019, an event that was very much anticipated for two years. And、uh, how was it, Kazuo? Was it spectacular?、Um, I had a really fruitful time.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, we actually participated in the、uh, press day.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, we met、uh, a couple of people、yes. from,、uh, from each maker. s Yeah. And、um, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have much time actually. We just went for a few hours during press day, so we didn't speak to a lot of people, but we're going to、um, post some interviews here.、Uh, recently, we've both been so busy. I'm so tired right now as we speak. Yes. And my,、uh, my Ninja, actually, the battery is dead because I didn't ride, because we didn't have time.、Mm-hmm. It's、uh, just horrible. So, anyway, a sloppy overview of Tokyo Motor Show. Yeah, but cut us some slack. But. Our listeners always cut us on Slack. Yeah, the best just listeners. Just realize, like, when you are going to sleep. Or... Yes. Should we go for it? Go for it. The first person is Fukushima san from.、Um... Mr. Masahiro Fukushima is the manager of the product planning department at Product Strategy and Product Planning Division at Nissan Motor Company. And、uh, he gave us an overview of、it、what's sounds new. It's a very secure job. <laughs> Yes, very.、Um, so we had a nice conversation. He showed us the new model. How did you like that model? Do you remember the car? Yes.、Um, really spectacular. Would you get it? Depends on the cost. No? Yes, of course.、Yeah. Um, That's concept car. That's kind of concept car. All right, let's go for it. Okay. So, I would like to talk about this、uh, Nissan Aria concept.、Uh, we actually, under the concept of Nissan Intelligent Mobility, we are trying to promote the electrification and making cars more intelligent. Fully electric car? Yes, this concept of vehicle is fully electrified. So, once again, it comes back to Nissan Intelligent Mobility、um, initiatives. And it has several pillars, but、uh, under the Nissan Intelligent Mobility Power, we are electrifying the vehicle. So, other than that, we have two more pillars, and one of which is intelligent driving. And f- under this concept, we use autonomous drive to support the driver, and it's one of the strategies as well. And to enhance it, we are using ProPilot 2.0 in this area concept.、Uh, what level of automation are we talking about here? Where are we now? This is to support the driver, so driver assistance. In, in what domain do, does this car support the driver? So, in terms of this concept car and its driving assist system, this enables drivers when they are on the highway to change from lane to lane, or it also supports when drivers are trying to join the highway or go out of the highway in the junction. What kind of sensors or what kind of input is the intelligence of this car receiving for the assistance? 
So to detect the surrounding environment, this concept car uses five sensors, seven cameras and 12 sonars. So for the location of the vehicle itself, it of course uses a GPS system as well as the map data in the navigation system. Okay, got it. Uh, are you um, getting closer to connected cars also with this vehicle? Well, that's a very good question because it actually leads to the third pillar of Nissan Intelligent Mobility, which is a intelligent integration, and that is where we use uh, to lead to the connected, uh, um, connected world. So when we talk about connectivity or intelligent integration, more concretely, it is a communication not only between vehicles, but uh, vehicle and house or vehicle and other de devices that drivers may use. For example, we are now promoting the navigation system called end-to-end -end navigation, which means a driver may be using his smartphone or other devices to set the route. And when he gets on the car, it's the information in his smartphone is already shared with the vehicle and it may um, park in a nearby um, parking lot to the final destination. And when the driver gets off the car, his um, information is already back to his smartphone, which may lead him or her to the final destination. Because you mentioned the electrification as the main thing, can you tell us a little bit about the, you know, this, how long does it take to charge? Uh, how long do you go on one charge and similar, you know, things that make you proud of this model? refrain from uh, giving a numeric data but uh, for example t on the highway we may stop at the service area and then while the driver may stop by at the washroom the car is charged to make it to the final destination something like that mm -hmm. okay, got it we have another minute can you tell us a little bit can you tell us just a little bit more about design features what what were were you at this Nissan aiming with the design what uh, what can we see here so in terms of exterior the design keywords are sleek and chic so we draw on japanese uh, artisanal tradition or craftsmanship which is really simple at a glance but it's really sophisticated so that's what uh, we are trying to express with this car all right we're uh, finishing but just one question one simple answer who is this car for? Well, this is fit for many customers, but uh, mainly young generation with family. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. And then after that, um, we moved on. And I have to say, I fell in love a little bit. Who? Me. What do you mean? Like, Ivit Mazda. Uh, so uh, it was really funny because, like, at the beginning, we started talking with, like, the guy... Uh, who came to Japan from Germany. No, first we spoke to the Japanese crew and then they told us, Oh, no. yes, right, 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 yeah. <laughs> they said, like, nobody can talk to you in English here. We're like, huh? And then just the guy, you know, just gave us, like, some, I don't know, like a paper, yeah. you know, description. And then I, he was like, oh, just, you know, you, got, you, you read through yeah, the speech. You, you should, like, yeah. read and, you know, just speech, whatever, yeah. you know, for, for the podcast. And I got, I got to read first read and like, what the fuck, you know. Yeah. And then and the European crew, and then we were just like roaming around the booth, and we found uh, uh, the guy who were also like roaming around the booth, and then like I was really interesting about him, and then we started talking. Eh? Yeah, and then he's actually like from Germany, mm -hmm. and uh, okay, and then he introduced us like uh, Martin. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, Martin. Then Brink, I hope I pronounced this well. He's the VP of Sales and Customer Service, based in uh, based in Germany, 
And we had a spectacular discussion. I fell in love with Mazda. I want it. I want it for my dad, obviously. And uh, we also learned that they made a commercial for the new Mazda in my hometown, mm -hmm. Ljubljana, Slovenia. Yes. And I, I'm really surprised. A shout out to Pinky and Sasha because that same day they told me they actually already bought a Mazda 3. So they're going to give us a driver on there next month. And I'm so excited about yes. it. It's going to be like in a commercial. Yeah. He was really, really nice guy. And then... No, it was great. I, I really liked uh, their concept. At least, I mean, when we started talking, the guy was like, hey, you know, be careful. I'm going to sell you a car by the end of this session. And yeah. uh, we're close. Like, I'm I'm close to... Yeah, and then she checked his hands. Eh? Yes. Hans uh, hand. Hand. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Fucking rich. I, I, um, I like their corporate strategy with, you know, taking everything slowly and easily and, um, um, you know, working on sustainability and learning from the previous models and like slowly and surely moving forward. Mm -hmm. And uh, then later, actually, I had a discussion with Sasha, our friend, and uh, he sent me a video link about Mazda Red color which is super interesting and I advise everyone to check it on YouTube because it's so interesting how they get this Mazda red color mm -hmm. and uh, ever since that conversation I'm looking for the lipstick in that color as well yeah. so that's good I also like Mazda because the reason why I like Mazda I know because it's not like extremely expensive you know and then uh, I've heard that the Mazda is like really durable vehicle Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. So you can drive. You you can like own it like for a while. For a while, yeah. Japanese pride. Yeah. So. And you also like it because it. my cousins drive it. Yeah. I like my cousins. Yes. Yeah. He pushed by like sponge uh, for the um, dishes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll call him next time for for car maintaining tips. Okay. Let's hear it. Yes. All right, Martin. Do I need to welcome you to the Master Stand? or <laughs> You can do that as well. Okay, well, welcome to the Master Stand. It's great that you're here to listen to my voice. And um, I would like to tell you a bit about Master on our global journey, where we stand and what we're offering um, to our customers um, in this exciting area. That was a race car driving by. Yes. <laughs> I think it came only through the speakers, not in reality. Yeah, everything is audio here. Everything is audio, yeah. No, the um, Mazda is going through an exciting journey. We, uh, we have just launched... We work in generations in Mazda. So we started with a first generation of vehicle, then second generation, third generation. We're now at the end of our sixth generation of vehicles, and we have started the seventh generation of vehicles. And the seventh generation comes at a moment in time when... The automotive industry is in a revolution. Um, many people are talking about electrification, CO2 emissions, care for the planet. And we've set up a new strategy, which we call our multi-solution strategy, that our vehicles in the future are able to cope with whatever is going to happen in the world. Be it electric, be it combustion vehicles, be it diesel engines, be it alternative fuels. And we have introduced a whole new platform for our vehicles, our seventh generation platform, 
Uh, and here at the show we demonstrate uh, three models. I was going to say two, but it's actually three because there's a new addition. And that is the Mazda 3, which is our popular uh, five-door hatchback and sedan. Mm -hmm. And also, very recently, the CX-30, a small crossover, which looks a bit coupe style and is built off the same platform as the Mazda 3. So, whereas previously we were able to specifically launch one vehicle on one platform, we're trying to use a platform in multiple ways with multiple body styles but also with multiple engine types mm. for example that was the third car that I just spoke about is our electric vehicle which we feature here on our main stage our electric vehicle which is called the MX-30 and it's built of the same infrastructure as the regular Mazda 3 and the CX-30 which have combustion vehicle uh, combustion engines but the MX-30 is fully electrical um, it's an exciting car because it's our first electric vehicle that we're going to launch and, and it's also a car where we are really curious how the world is going to respond to it because some places on the earth they don't want to sell electric cars and there's no interest and other places on the planet electrification seems like the thing to have mm -hmm. so we, uh, we will launch it uh, early next year and here was the reveal and also the start of sales so as the sales guy responsible for, uh, for the numbers at the end of the Every month, I'm really curious in which countries people will adopt this electrification and which countries will choose more for the internal combustion uh, alternatives. Uh, Mazda as a company next year will be 100 years old. Uh, it's our centennial celebration and uh, we're in preparation for that and of course the MX-30 is part of our centennial anniversary uh, activities and we try to innovate ourselves as a, as a brand uh, for the next 100 years to come. That means we're looking at new ways of being more efficient in our production. It, uh, um, we are launching connectivity infrastructure that connects the driver to the vehicle to our, to our dealers and to on the big cloud essentially where we share more information where we can offer new services to our drivers we're looking at new materials with which we can produce because material development is super exciting i mean if you're into what you can do with what used to be plastic and now what you can do with with fibers and with recycled materials uh, one of our cars has door panels completely made out of pat plastic bottles recycled pet wow. bottles uh, we're also using recycled cork so cork, which you uh, usually would uh, would use for uh, for closing your bottle of wine, wine yes, yes. we now f have a recycled cork with which we can lay the inside of the vehicle instead of plastic. It's very warm, gives a very nice feeling. I think you're inno innovating. This other companies don't really, you know, include drinking and driving, but you're probably too different. <laughs> drinking <laughs> in, ter in, terms, in terms of the bottles, yes. yes. And, and we are also Packaging. looking at how you can recycle fiber. So, for example, the car which you see on stage has uh, recycled jeans. So the thread that is from uh, from jeans from your trousers wow. recycled because it's a very durable material that can be recycled many times into seat material. So our our seventh generation, what I start off with, has has well something for everybody to look forward oh, that's to. That's really incredible. Like your product line is really huge, and it ranges, you know, for anyone. Like anybody can pick whatever they want. And you said you're curious about the markets, but for example, now when you created the uh, electric model, you have hybrid, like you know, combustion mm -hmm. engines. On the other side, uh, which markets have you thought have you had in mind uh, working on this? Like which markets have the infrastructure right now? to start the full-on electric vehicle um, offering 
Okay, that's a, that's a really good question. The the interesting thing about electric vehicles is that the, the, the classical business case that we would use um, as a car manufacturer, you want to build a car that satisfies the needs of the, the customers on which you make a profit and then the profit you reinvest into developing new vehicles. At the moment, the technology is really expensive. And if you look, if you compare a um, an electric vehicle to a vehicle with a combustion engine, the prices are higher. Yes. They, in some cases, are so much higher that customers are not willing to make that step. So on the one hand, you have um, you have a limit of what people are willing to pay for a car, mm -hmm. um, which is compensated in many countries across the globe through subsidies. Mm -hmm. So yes. that range from, Norway, from yeah. Canada mm -hmm. to uh, in Europe, many countries, mm -hmm. for example, I take Norway. In Norway, there's no taxation, no VAT, and there is free parking for electric vehicles. Um, in Spain, you take the city of Madrid, the city of Madrid electric vehicles get a huge subsidy from uh, the local uh, government because they want to avoid city pollution. So m multiple countries have different mm -hmm. reasons and different amounts of incentives that help the adoption of electric vehicles. Besides just buying the vehicle, you actually need to charge it. Uh, it's just like your, you know, like your phone. Uh, uh, you can't take the battery out of the of the mm -hmm. of the car, but um, uh, every day you will have to plug in your vehicle if you've used it. And that charging infrastructure is not easy in many places. Mm -hmm. It requires big investments. You know, when we mm -hmm. didn't have petrol stations. Somebody needed to invest in, yes. in, 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 uh, in, in petrol stations to get that distribution right. So what you see happening now is also governments, local cities um, um, in uh, you know, China is a good example where there has been massive infrastructure investments, but also uh, countries, my own home country, the Netherlands, um, has invested a lot in uh, public charging infrastructure. Mm -hmm. um, Germany, on the other hand, um, is the country where I live. Um, it's very difficult to find places to charge, but uh, Norway, there's absolutely no problem. There's a lot more charging stations on the roads than there are petrol stations to fuel up your cars. I think that the combination of the right pricing so that the customers get the right value for money in combination with the charging uh, capability, mm -hmm. not only at home in your own garage, but many people who live in the cities um, uh, or live in apartment blocks, it's not so easy to have your own parking spot where mm -hmm. you can, can charge. If the balance between pricing and charging infrastructure is right, then you see a very rapid adoption. I, I personally think that the most I mean, traditionally the, the the most developed countries in terms of uh, electricity networks will adopt um, will adopt electric cars a lot quicker um, but then you also have uh, countries that uh, um, like for example um, uh, Norway mm -hmm. where a lot of the electricity comes from uh, from water so hydro uh, generated electricity uh, or wind energy the challenge of course is when countries generate the electricity not from renewable energy but from burning coal and yes. then of course um, uh, burning coal to create electricity to charge yeah. your battery that seems like a counterproductive or yeah. not really the right way so as a company we also want to make sure that where we invest in where do we want to sell the car, we put on our ecological hat and say, let's do this in the countries where the energy supply is the greenest. 
Well, I love this. Yeah. I really love this. He was right. He was right. We're, we're coming. We're leaving this place with the new Mazda. <laughs> okay, just uh, one more question. You mentioned connectivity between the car and the human. So mm-hmm. I guess you're doing some driver systems right yeah. now, some ADAs yeah. going yeah. towards self-driving cars or it's, how is this it's super exciting well i mean i'm a car lover yes, and um, i think most of the people who listen to my voice at the moment prefer to keep the steering wheel in their own hand um, and take and keep control themselves so one of the things that we've done is we've looked at autonomous versus driver aids and we think that autonomous is really something for I shouldn't maybe say it's not very political, but it's more for delivery trucks and for buses and for maybe taxis or something like that. Mm-hmm. But for your personal drive experience, you might want to use autonomous features now and then, but we at Mazda think the driver is at the center and the vehicle yeah. needs to stay connected to the driver. So what we're doing is we are developing a system called Copilot. Mm-hmm. And the Copilot is just like in your plane, you know, they can help you on a lot of things, mm-hmm. but there's still you who is the driver yes. and the real pilot who is uh, in who control. Is in control. Mm-hmm. So we want to build our foundation. Essentially, you need the same technology to do Copilot mm-hmm. or Autopilot, but we want to focus on the things that support the driver and then take small steps here after year to see okay how much there's the race car again Um, how much um, control we want to give to the machine Um, what we think is more interesting than maybe just the functions of uh, uh, autonomous drive or uh, driving where you're helped by the computer and the cameras is how you connect the driver also to the city around you so where can I find free parking or where can I find free parking spaces? Mm. Um, where are the traffic jams, which we all have on our mobile phone, but do we really have that well connected into the car? Um, if there happens to be an issue with the car, can I directly contact my dealer or service station? Mm. Um, and, as, of course, with the capabilities and potential of connectivity, we can make the car so much better in, mm. in your life to fulfill other functions than just driving yes. and safety. So we're looking at how can we use that connectivity to, to connect you with your environment, with the city that you live in, and also uh, your trusted master dealer partner, of, of course, course, where all of your listeners should go and trust drive a master. Of course, definitely. <laughs> okay, got it. We will leave you to find the right partners to do the connectivity in all different countries that's going to be a tough uh, job it's a tough job but yeah. uh, you were actually right you almost sold us the car maybe you did um, well you've got my business person. card I have a business card <laughs> and actually you're the only person I've asked this uh, can you share the price range of the three, three new cars because I'm actually personally very, very interested Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I, can, I can give you the European price range of our mm-hmm. new uh, our new car. So the new electric car, yes. which is on stage, uh, is going to be on sale in most European countries. You can actually go to the website right now for uh, a special launch edition, which we sell under 35,000 euro. <gasps> it's actually under 34,000 euro now that I'm thinking about it. And uh, we have our, um, on the same 7th generation platform, we have the uh, the Mazda 3, which starts at around 22,000 euro. And the CX-30, our crossover, which is about 25,000 euro. Okay, all right, I will close this now, so we go we and can sign the, the We can sign the yeah, contract, sign the contract. Okay? that's fine. We're going to check by our company. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks Thank you. Thank you for the time. Thank Thank yeah. We spoke to Nobuo Momosa-san. He's the chief technology engineer of e-mobility. He was telling us more about EV. 
in uh, Mitsubishi Motors. It was an interesting uh, conversation. It was actually, I think, the only car that we saw where um, they talked about making it specifically for women, for housewives. Um, I found that kind of interesting. Like, we're... Um... Housewife is different, right? What? Housewife. Ideally, they, he wants housewife drive that car uh, with wearing a Tiffany. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think the color was a bit bluish. Yes, like this Tiffany course. blue, was it? Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Beyond, beyond the concept. Yes. Um, no, it was it was kind of interesting seeing that because like it, it, there was a lot of functionality in this car and like it was obviously perfect for Japanese street. I don't think housewives in Europe or US would like driving that car from designs like points. Mm-hmm point of view but um yeah so so let's hear it okay Thank you for taking time. Moses-san, we are yep. here with the Chief Technology Engineer of Mitsubishi Motors yes. at Tokyo Motor Show. What are you showing this year? There's a lot of novelty. There's a lot of electrification. Yeah, especially so our uh, concept car is uh, so one example of a uh, small-size uh, PHEV system. Yes. And the PHEV system has um, many items, engine, battery, motor, uh, front motor, rear motor, many, many items in that small car. Yes. So it means uh, so we have to uh, think about the layout. Mm-hmm. So one solution is uh, so we change the uh, engine as a normal uh, respirator engine to the small uh, gas turbine engine. Mm-hmm. There's a one uh, difference is, uh, with a conventional system. Understood. And uh, also, this uh, gas turbine system is very small. They're the half size and the half weight of a uh, K-car size, very small engine, half of this engine. Yes. And uh, also uh, easy to install the, in a small vehicle. Mm-hmm. And uh, this concept is mainly uh, so function is EV. Mm-hmm. So EV range is um, around 200 or so. Uh, anyway, uh, enough to the daily driving. Yes. And also the uh, sometimes weekend, so go to the more uh, further area uh, with uh, this open style mm-hmm. uh, SUV. Mm-hmm. In this case, uh, we uh, add in the some some power mm-hmm. uh, with uh, generating the, with gas turbine engine. Okay, understood. So kind of this engine is also for uh, not main items. It's a support item for the engine. How long does it charge usually? Uh, charging? Yes, t- time, like charging time. Uh, charging time is for EV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm, almost the same as the so usual the EV. Mm-hmm. Uh, around uh, so four times, uh, four hours or so. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, depends on the battery mm-hmm. size. And uh, you mentioned that also, you know, the technology and the design. Do you think your product team, in terms of implementing the EV technology, or mm. your designers had more uh, uh, sleepless nights for bringing the uh, MeTech uh, concept out? Oh, this one. Yes, so which which is a bigger challenge? The bigger challenge is uh, so this uh, technology concept. Okay. Basically, uh, this is a technology concept car, mm-hmm. not a realistic yes, uh, yes. production car. Yes. So. So design itself is a kind of a, okay. Our dream is this way. <laughs> this but, type yeah. of challenges are needed, but for, uh, for technical, so we have to say honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> reliable, and also the uh, mm-hmm. not dream yes. uh, technology. We have to 
uh, installed. So it's uh, one challenge is uh, so think about uh, the small engine and also the so the new uh, EV technology. Mm -hmm. So named the dual motor AYC. Okay. It kind uh, it's a kind of a, a torque vectoring system mm -hmm. and. Uh, uh, right and wheel, uh, left wheel, it's a different torque. Torque, yes. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a, and the moving the some yawing moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, this vehicle uh, equipped uh, two type, front and the rear, uh, double dual motor AYC. It means okay. a quad motor. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's a big challenge for the. Uh, for yeah. a, a lot of engineering, a lot yeah, of technology. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, it's very beautiful. I mean, from this design perspective, when we saw it, we saw it. It looks very different mm. from what your competitors are trying to do in this space. Uh, also, your target audience is probably mm. much. Uh, you know, I mean, okay, of course, this is a concept car that will um. not go further to shops, uh, probably. But uh, creating this car, who did you have in mind? Who who is the concept driver of this concept? Who is the active guy? Active guy, okay, great. Yeah, especially the Mitsubishi focus on that. So uh, adventurous and the progressive images mm -hmm. are inside. So it's a kind of a, uh, how can I say? It's, mm -hmm. a, it's an expression of the, yes. our mind. Great. Can you tell us a little bit about the K wagon concept uh, as well? Concept? Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is a so brother car of that uh, current EK Cross. Yes. And also the now considering to production very mm -hmm. close to production but anyway okay. this vehicle is a concept model ah, okay but it will okay. you, you are planning ah, we to bring will it. Uh, introduce this vehicle so oh, okay very close future okay great great next maybe next event somewhere next ah, the motor show Perhaps. maybe maybe christmas present or okay uh, anyway, I, I, anyway. I, I take it if you give me as a christmas present i'd be happy <laughs> If I have an apple too. <laughs> yes. Bye. And uh, this is, uh, it looks more like a, a it's a, more of a family car or a work car or it's very spacious. It's got uh, so a lot especially of... Especially in uh, this category is uh, for the uh, family car. Yes. For the uh, household wife. Mm -mm. Not husband car. Okay. Maybe our family is the opposite. <laughs> so you have very uh, um, specific, distinguished uh, gender roles with Mitsubishi. So this is an active guy and uh, a house, housewife woman car. Yeah, so because it's a, uh, yeah. it's a real car. Okay. We have to uh, uh, okay. continue to be there. So uh, as a uh, city, uh, uh, city, yeah, city. Uh, yes, uh, work. Our particular is this way. Uh, yes. Uh, no, I mean like in your job, uh, uh. working on this kind of car. So when you think about a housewife car, car for women that's active, that has kids, that has to do a lot of, for example, you know, shopping, taking uh -huh. kids to different places. Which are some of the features that this car needs to have? Uh, what so is special about K-Wagon? Why would the woman... Uh, mm. A housewife, for example, mm -hmm. a benefit from having mm -hmm. a car like this. But I think uh, so. It's a uh, one example of a gasoline car. So we are considering about uh, so small EV car mm -hmm. because EV is a very easy to drive, mm -hmm. easy uh, quick response, and also the uh, easy to uh, accelerate, and also powerful and smooth and clean. Yes. So it's very good for the household wife also. Yes. Yes. So our next focus is uh, this technology. It's also very silent, so the kids can sleep in the car, right? Oh, yeah, but the, no? usually not, okay. not silent. <laughs> I will not. Oh, okay, got it. Uh -huh. Okay. Which is, uh, what, what, what's the most uh, fascinating thing about these cars for you? What were you? Bo both of them. Both of them? Like, both of them. Yes. Fascinating. Mm. For me? Mm -hmm. For you, yeah. 
style. Style, style. Okay, great. Um, and then uh, with, the, for example, the, I know that you're coming up with this one very short. This one is, I guess, in a very distant future if you uh, will release this it. This is a, uh, only a technical concept yes. car. Not a styling mm -hmm. is a, not a have, real car. Other companies have put a lot of emphasis from now on on driver systems, ADAS, oh, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. going towards self-driving cars? Do yeah, you? including the, okay. the level two type of uh, AD. Okay. Uh, ADAS is uh, included. Okay, so what, uh, in terms of that, uh, what kind of input does the car get and how does it process different data to help uh, drivers? Hmm? Ah. So for example, what kind of input, does it have like cameras, sensors, ah, LiDAR yeah, system, yeah, 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 yeah. like what kind of... Um... So basically, so this system has a so radar system mm -hmm. and also a radar uh, and also the camera. Yes. Uh, for, uh, and also steering system for AD uh, level 2 system. Mm -hmm. And uh, for adding the LiDAR system, not for uh, a real AD uh, level 2 system, yes. for uh, seeing the rough road, Okay. Where is a good road to moving? So this type mm -hmm. of uh, considering, so we use a lidar, uh, not uh, usual, not for usual uh, autonomous driving. Got it. And the rough road also the climbing and the hill climb. This mm -hmm. type of uh, crawling. Yes. When uh, we drive this vehicle, mm -hmm. we use a lidar. Yes. This car, I would guess the K-Wagon concept is coming out in Japan. It looks like a very Japan... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So K-Size is a Japan special yes. size. Mm -hmm. uh, you, know, you, you don't uh, plan to go overseas with it? Do you plan uh, to... Currently, no. No, okay. And uh, Mitsubishi's um, um, strategy, is it mainly domestic at this point? Or are you looking for developing more cars? Uh, so basically, so our focus point is uh, so ASEAN area, very strong area for yes. us. And also, uh, we we considering about the home home state, yes. home area, also. And also, next is uh, Europe and the US and many many. Things. But okay. the main focus is uh, ASEAN area now. Considering. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Do you have any more questions? I've no? heard every single. You have, sorry, you know. Any any final message for? Uh, for users uh, in Japan, maybe, uh -huh. who... Yes, so yeah. electrification way is a very long. Yes. But uh, I, conf uh, I have confidence it's continued to... Yes. More and more. Perfect, yes. Yep. In, in improving and increasing thanks to yourself and your peers in the industry. So thank you so much for your work and this yeah, interview. Thank you. thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so um, then we strung by Yamaha uh, Bruce as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, we met Bobster from US Yamaha. Bobster? Bobster. <laughs> Bobster. Fuck yeah. <laughs> amazing name and amazing explanation. He, he took us, um, he guided us all around like different models and concepts. It was so interesting to see how... They presented not only like you know street vehicles like cars and bikes, uh, but also a lot of uh, work in agriculture, drones, uh, mobility in general. Yeah, that was very interesting. Bicycles, yes. Um, like last year, we went to Yamaha. We saw Motoroid and uh, Motobot. They had videos of that now. They were displaying new concept vehicle. Yeah, like there was a new and, uh, one. This like mobility vehicle and, that was uh, uh, like three wheeler. They had some new things. There was a new concept called Yamaha MW Vision. This was the three-wheel uh, personal mobility concept. 
the most interesting thing about it is it looks like a cocoon. It's like easy to handle and maneuver, and it can, it can also go reverse. So yeah, are you reading? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm checking out the model though. And then they had this Tri City 300, three again like a three wheel vehicle. Uh, it was a world premiere. Yeah, it looks like a cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay, I, I I don't think that's like super fun to ride, but yeah. we didn't ride Nikken yet, so like we were supposed to ride, yeah. test ride it this mm. summer, but we and didn't. Next one. That's, um, yeah, this the special exhibit is the land like, okay, this whatever. This also looks like cocoon, no? Okay, so Yamaha, <laughs> Yamaha had many cocoons to display, like a lot of concept yes, cocoons. Yamaha launching a bunch of cocoons. Okay. Bottom line. And uh, before we go any further about how many cocoons we saw, let's just let's let Bob yeah. Star explain. Yeah. yeah. What we 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 reached recent. Yes. Okay. So I'm Bob Starf with Yamaha. I'm actually from Yamaha US, but I'm here enjoying the Tokyo Motor Show. Um, we have, I think, probably one of the most exciting displays we've had in a long time, maybe ever. And um, we have a new kind of theme, which is art for human possibilities. And the arts, the A and the R and the T stand for three different things. I, I think what's most interesting is the T of the art stands for transforming mobility. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look around the display, you can really get a sense that we are really trying to transforming mobility as that's really the future. In the past, it was very simple, automobiles and motorcycles, and now electrical-powered vehicles and different kinds of balancing in vehicles, you can see that. You can see with the new, um, our new machine here, uh, it's, it's, it really is the idea of transforming mobility. It's time has come. So this is the concept, what we're seeing right now? This is the concept, yes. Mm-hmm. Multi-wheel vision, or as I believe what it is. Okay, and the purpose? So again, it's a concept. It's Again, it's advancing yes. mobility. Technology. This one is electric, electric-powered. It balances mm-hmm. itself. It has what we call sort of cocoon area for the rider to be mm-hmm. in. You can see how it's designed to keep the rider in this one space, kind of like a cocoon. So also, also what we can see is we have a, what would be a 50cc power electric scooter and a 125cc powered electric scooter. It's the EO1 and the EO3. And you can see next to the EO1, which is the scooter mm-hmm. on the far side, it has a quick charging system for the electric. So mm-hmm. as we're advancing robotics and technology, um, we're, we're developing electric scooters and with quick charging capability. Mm-hmm. I guess they go to up to maybe 200, a bit more kilometers on a single charge. Or um, I we don't okay. we yes, yeah fine. we don't know don't that yet. It. So um, there are also concepts. Concepts at this point, yes. And what that's is... a, that's a tri town. That's beyond concept, mm-hmm. but it's not production just yet. That's also electric powered, and you balance on it, and it's extremely maneuverable. Turns very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Urban kind of urban scooter commuter. Is this, uh, it's, it's commuter it's electric powered mm-hmm. is it created for the street or is it yes. created for the okay. yes um, another thing too if you want um, yes. this machine here um, is also very much concept it's called the land link so in this general area you can mm-hmm. see we have 
this is the phaser helicopter. It can run on autonomous program, so it mm -hmm. can fly by itself. Mm -hmm. um, the phaser helicopter is a production. This drone is production, and these are used for agricultural, for spraying. Mm -hmm. In the U.S., we run a phaser program in Napa Valley for the wineries oh, wow. to spray. So, so this, they're already. This in is already in production. These two, these two the, the phaser is not really a drone. It's a, yes. it's a, it's a helicopter. Yes. You have to control a helicopter. It's internal combustion engine. As you can see on the, the This, yes. this drone is electric, electric powered. The phaser is internal combustion. This land link is a concept you can see in the video. Um, it is also used for agricultural use. It is autonomous, so it can be used to help uh, in certain agricultural uses. The, each wheel turns independently of, it, mm -hmm. of itself. So it has a 360. Yes, and you can see a great video on how it works. Yeah. Amazing. Concept at this point, however, yes. there is a, we do have a working prototype of this, of this model, too. It's a, it looks like a space exploration vehicle. It, it, it does, yes. 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 Yeah, I think it, I, mm -hmm. I agree with you. And it's uh, mainly for uh, transporting loads, or does it have a function it, it, of... It can have almost any kind of function that you could mm -hmm. you could ask it to do mm -hmm. in an agricultural environment. Yes, yes, yes. You can so again, you can kind of see in this general area, it's it's more agriculture. Yes, wonderful. You're going... You're so it's, the, the you know, Yamaha, you used to come to a Yamaha display, it was motorcycle. yes. Yes, it's and so much not only, different. Not only not is it not, mm -hmm. I, I mean, there's we have different kinds of technology. Motorcycle, you can see with the Nikon, mm -hmm. but there's way, way beyond that here at this the Tokyo Motor Show this yes. year for us. It's very impressive. Like last year, we were really impressed with your uh, concept of the Motoroid and also Yeah, two years, two years yeah. ago. Sorry, two years yeah, ago, yeah, yes. Last yeah. year, there was no... Uh, yeah, so that that yes. was taking some advanced technology in yeah. the two-wheel format. Now it's 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 two steps beyond that yes. with the products that we yeah. have. Yeah, we skipped one. There was last year they didn't have Tokyo Motor Show. They didn't show. have Tokyo Motor so Show. So during yeah. this time we evolved Correct. into something yeah. uh, yes uh, beyond that. And then um, on this side we saw some mobility vehicles as well. Yes. There's so so this is the XNF01 purely concept slow speed vehicle mm -hmm. concept at this point um, this is also our wheelchair wheelchair technology so mm -hmm. we don't make the seat but we do make the smart power technology this is production mm -hmm. um, in the US market we are selling these through different medical companies and so on the great thing about this is that it's smart technology for those that are confined to a wheelchair mm -hmm. Um, many times people that are unfortunately confined to a wheelchair, one arm is strong, stronger than the other or mm -hmm. one arm is weaker than the other. So if you have to manually push a wheelchair, it's, it's kind of hard to control when you mm -hmm. have that unfortunate situation. This uses smart technology and it knows if one arm is stronger than the other. Mm -hmm. So the electric power in the wheels compensate for that. Mm -hmm. So it makes it one will be easier than the other to maneuver. But we also see there's a joystick, which means that it's also elec it's electric. It's joystick, yes. Powered. Yeah. So you, we make two different two different models. Mm -hmm. So people can decide yes. and choose accordingly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. Uh, but again, technology beyond motorcycle. Yes. 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 Definitely. And technology in this one, can you also is it also substitute for a wheelchair? Um, it could again. It's purely concept at this okay. point. It's electric powered. It's, we don't have a running example of it, mm -hmm. um, but it's 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 concept at this point. Mm -hmm.
And then on the other side is the YZFR1, which is new. That's traditional, very, very high performance, top, top, top level yes. performance. Yes. Um, newly redesigned for t 2020. Tell us more about this. Um, <laughs> I've ridden that too, and uh, the R1, there's nothing, there's nothing <laughs> there's like it. It's very, like very sophisticated electronics. Um, in, in that motorcycle, and I, I believe it's going to be offered in the Japanese market in limited numbers this year. It's widely available in the United States and other countries. Did you hear that? Uh, what is, what's the upgrade from the usual R1 that we know? Um, the there's, there's a lot of internal <laughs> changes, electronics, uh, fuel management, and certain other things. The engine has, has had gone mm -hmm. through a lot of changes and improvements from 2019 okay, model. Okay, so it's the performance mainly. Performance the mainly. Is a little styling has changed yes. too. I can uh -huh. I'm going to go around. So mm -hmm. the styling, the fairing is changed in here. Yes. The aerodynamics. The the front air intake, and this is the front end air intake, is a little smaller and more compact. It's very much MotoGP style, mm -hmm. the air intake. Um, the, the This is not really, the, the fuel tank is back here, but this section in here has been changed. Um, <clears throat> but again, most of the changes are inside that you can't see inside yeah, the, the engine, the electronics, the, the fuel management system, and a certain part of the engine cases have been changed and so on. Mm -hmm. so I like the design. A, it's quite a bit of it's change from last with year. The R1 tradition, but yes. it has this like modern twist yes. and sleek lines. Yes. Do you have any question as a person who almost bought an no, R1 I've last year? I've heard everything and information, so I'm okay. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank Great. you so much. We, we do have one other thing while yes. I'm going. So this is concept. It may not look look it for you. I'm not sure how familiar you are with, with uh, e-mountain bikes. But this is called the YPJYZ. Mm -hmm. So it's, this is a, a world debut here. And it's, mm -hmm. again, it's a concept model. So mountain biking in certain parts, parts of the world is very, very popular. As mm -hmm. you probably know, in the mm -hmm. U.S. it's very popular. But e-mountain bikes are gaining tremendously in popularity. They're very, very wide acceptance. Um, this is a concept model. Uh, it features technology from our YZ motocross bikes, which is really mass centralization, which keep it, keeping everything low and to the center. Um, the power plant here is newly designed from, from e-bikes that we have currently in the market. You can see the battery is mounted intern internally between the two frame down tubes. The frame here and the frame here is much styled, much like a YZ. And it was designed around that. Again, this particular model is a concept, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you can see it's not that far from reality, from production model. Yes, it's beautiful. It's very, uh, very unique. We don't know much about uh, mountain, mountain biking bike, also. Yeah. E-mountain bikes are such... Uh, still, I think, quite niche, right? Very gaining tremendously yes. in the United States. Mm -hmm. Great. Perfect. And the chain is... It's gold for, again, it's concept, but mm -hmm. it's it's okay. gold. This is actually production derailleur, SRAM. It's production. Got it. Perfect. Very interesting. Does that help a little bit? Yeah, it's, it's nice. Uh, I but I'm also uh, curious in... Uh, Hearing more about the Enduro off-road models. This, this is production, been used, been raced. It's YZ450 FX. So it's more, uh, it features a lot of the YZ performance, but it's uh, more off-road FX, is different gearing mm -hmm. uh, and so on. And the, It's production. 
TYI? So the TYE model we, we introduced as a concept last year, but it does run and it's been used in competition. It's a purely electric powered trials bike. So trials, trials competition is not that widely, mm -hmm. uh, there's not a lot of participants around the world, but there are a select few and this was used in competition last year. We found that the torque from the electric motor um, works very, very well. Whether it sees production, we don't know, we don't know but the, the use for or the market for trials bikes, as I said, isn't, isn't that big. That's great. Um, do you want to uh, introduce uh, the other bikes that we can see here, or is it this... Uh... So this is, this is also, I'm not sure about the Japanese market, but it, for Europe and the U.S., this is a production model. It's a Tenere 700 or yes. the T7. Uh, it features a 700 parallel twin motor with very uh, advanced and unique styling for on and off-road use, but very, very rugged for off-road use. Okay, perfect. That's it? Is that it? And anything else? I probably else talked more than you wanted me to <laughs> talk. <but laughs> no, it's been perfect. We got the okay. whole overview. So thank you very much. You're welcome. So from motorcycles at Yamaha, we went to Kawasaki to see what's new there. We spoke to Yuya Kanazaki-san, his uh, marketing section, marketing department, business planning office, planning division, motorcycle and engine company. I just read his uh, business card right now. There's like just too much information. Yeah. Um, four lines. Yes. Four lines plus a name. Yeah. And four lines of address. Business card. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> without further ado or uh, more business card reading... So let's just cut this and let the guy explain to our listeners what yes. happened. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Hey. There we go. We're here with uh, Tonami-san and Kanzaki-san from Kawasaki. Hi. We are at Tokyo Motor Show where they are presenting a lot of their heritage, a lot of their new models as Hi. well. Hi. Uh, in front of us is the W800. And right next to it is the history okay. of riding. What do we see here? Ah, W1. This is a double one. Mm -hmm. It's a very uh, heritage model. Mm -hmm. Say it's made in 1965. 65. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's it started in 1965. That's very kind mm -hmm. of heritage old model. Yes. Also before double one, um, we had a model called K2. Yes. It's uh, just right there. Mm -hmm. Kawasaki 500 Megro K2. Mm -hmm is uh, the one before the double one. Yes. So these two uh, heritage models here. Then, wow. and from this um, motorcycle, how do you say? Um, inspired by all, all the, sorry, I'm gonna say. Inspired by all these models. Mm -hmm. So we created a W800 mm -hmm. as a new model. World Premier. World Premier. Uh. And uh, who is this motorcycle for? Eto, maybe a um, relaxing rider. This mm -hmm. is not like sports model, mm -hmm. um, but um, you can enjoy. It's it's not it's not for the speed. It's not for the power. Mm -hmm. But the taste of riding, it's uh, how do you say? It? It's um, it's really good. Engine. Yes, it's the like um. Engine sound, nothing. Mm -hmm. en yeah. Engine feeling from like the vertical twin engine. Mm -hmm. So it's like a vintage sound of it. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Kind of vintage sound yes. engine. 
it's a, one of the big features for the yeah, bike. Yeah. So, and then people can just relax, then enjoy the touring, mm. that kind of Na- bike. Now it's perfect, uh, the, the yeah. Koyo, the uh, autumn Koyo, season yeah, yeah, autumn starting, season. That, for that's, example. That's very, yeah. very so good for, for the For riders that want to enjoy the view yes. and like, listen to their motorcycle. Yes, yes. now it's best season yes. for this bike. Where th- This is uh, sold worldwide, right? No. Worldwide, yes, yes. Where do you see most uh, um, sales uh, outside Japan? Japan and Europe, Europe. are the mm-hmm. two um, big markets for big this market. model. Okay, yes, wonderful. Yep. And uh, you said this is new uh, now; it's mm. newly displayed. But last year already we saw the preview of the sports. Uh, yes, yes, but it's a kind of variation. Okay. One year before we had a the double. H hundred cafe yes. and the W H hundred street. street mm-hmm. These are the kind of variation of a mm-hmm. W This is the kind of uh, how do you say it? classic sta- classic one. Mm-hmm. Sta- it most classic one. Mm-hmm. Most how do you say? Um, it's the most standard one ca- uh, coming from all the heritage model. Yes. What's the difference between the cafe and the street and this current classic one? Like I see, for example, the position of the yeah. handlebars. Yeah. Yeah. Street yes. is a bit more handlebars. Higher, higher yeah. and upright. Cafe is lower. Cafe yeah. is lower, a bit mm-hmm. sporty type. This is like, uh, how do you say, yes. in the middle, middle yes. of the, the position. Mm-hmm. And then. There's a many make parts, how do you say, chrome, chrome parts mm-hmm. are used for, for double handle 800, much more than um, double the cafe and street. Wonderful. And then the color variation you have for this one. I mean, the design is really important here. Yes. So this one we see here is green, green. with a green tank. Green. Do you have other colors as well, or is this like the? This one. Okay. But not 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 so announced yet. Okay. The Kawasaki green is here. Yes, Kawasaki green yes. is here. All right. Uh, if we check the other models here, yep. there's also the Z900. Yes. RS. RS. Yes. yes. Can you yes. tell us more about this? Is this also part of a heritage this model? Is al- this is also part of a heritage mm-hmm. model. Um, For people who like to go a bit faster? or uh, Yes, a bit faster than W800, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. think. But still a not bit racing. More sp- yeah, still not racing. Yes. But um, how do you say? Mm, a bit more sportier. Yeah, more, more lean-in. Yes, a bit more lean-in. Mm-hmm. I think more, more power. Oh. Oh, mm-hmm. more, more powerful. And yes. then, yes. 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 Yes, okay. but already okay. worldwide. Yes. It's good sales in, oh. in all over the world. All over the world. Okay, yes. so also Europe and uh, I guess and other yes, places. Yes, Europe and, and everywhere, everywhere is very popular. In Japan also. One of the best sales uh, bike in Japan now. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yep. Yep. Nice. Who is usually the target audience? Who target audience. Uh, or let's not say target. Who is the audience? Who bought your bike mainly? どんな人向けですかね? あの、ヨーロッパだったら普通に乗る人普通に乗る人っての。オーディナリーピープル、オーディナリーピープル、ノットスポーティーマン。えっと、ピープルフルライクライクスタイリングオブレトロスタイル。え、あと、あと、あと
like and more more agile who driving. Prefer like winding or yeah, yeah, yeah yes. winding and yes, yes. Okay, it's, it's a touring bike as well. Yes. Okay. okay, and then let's move on to a little bit wilder uh, sure. areas. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the H two. H two. Oh, is a wilder, much more wilder. <laughs> Can you tell it, us a bit more about this? Yeah, it's um, the supercharged engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> on the, this bike. Um, the base engine is uh, coming from the Ninja H2. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. Yeah, base engine is the same, but uh, it's um, a bit modified for for the super naked uh, yes. bike and then let's say it's uh, more torquey in mm-hmm. the raw, spe- raw and mid speed mm-hmm. so that people can enjoy in the city also because it, it's good power in the raw speed as well okay. and then of course there's a the supercharger you can enjoy the you know high speed fuel you know do you have any uh, like record or do you have an official speed uh like top speed. No. No. no official <laughs> top speed. Mm-hmm. Like H2 is the like more like uh, speed is the uh, big one. I mean, yeah. So yeah, Ninja H2R, they had a, a record of uh, highest speed mm-hmm. in, the, in the Bonneville Speed Week Challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was a record. We have a record. And Do you think that uh, competing, these two competing, Ninja H2 is much um, um, higher speed, speed, but this one is more torquey, mm-hmm. more power in the low mid and mid power, okay. mid range. So that's uh, Got it. yes, good point. And for then this you bike. said that uh, it's appropriate also for the city ride. So when you um, created this model, who did you have in mind? What kind of riders are? Mm, to people who. え、どんなライダー向けにこれ作ったんですかって言われたんですけど、people who want to have supercharger, super acceleration. That's what I'm key. But um um and then at the same time, people who want to ride in the intercity as well or and also the touring. えっと、in winding road. yes. It's not not only the high speed but city in ですね。ワンカンオブメッセージイズ川崎トライングトブリングトゥザワールドライクワッツヨーゴールワッツヨーゴールディスパイクイズヨーマーケティングティームエイミングライクワッツヨーゴールワッツヨーゴールディスパイ
and with because um, it's a uh, um, four cylinder two fifty, the rev. How do you say? Rev is it's going to be high rev. Ah, okay. So the uh, kaiten. Turns per yes, turn, minute. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, so people. RPM. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a strong power in the high RPM. And also. it's also acceleration is better, you mean, or is it? Acceleration more? is. Um, yeah, I think so. But ここはあんまし Yes. You can enjoy the sound because okay. it's a high red. The, mm-hmm. the sound is also like a very high tone sound. Yes. <laughs> like, like, this sound you know, makes yeah. people excited. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. one of the yes, very big features. So, you, know, you talked about the sound of W800, you talk about the sound of the ZX35R. Yeah. So I think Kawasaki is selling bikes based on the sound, right? Yes, sound like, is a, yeah. <laughs> one of the very important uh, um Yes, for motorcycle, for for Kawasaki. Wonderful. Yes. And this is also used for racing. Um, yeah. You... There's a Kawasaki racing team sticker on it. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Racing is also maybe you can use. You can enjoy in the racetrack as well. Yes. But not only racetrack in the city and the winding road, <laughs> and then everywhere you can enjoy. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. like smaller capacity bike, but powerful. Yes, and powerful, good. and then. Good sound. Wonderful. Okay. Great. Do you want to do this again? I know. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Thanks a yes. lot. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, everyone, sorry, but we couldn't make it to uh, Honda and Suzuki on time to get the proper interviews, or they didn't have people available at that time, and we didn't have time, and we got hungry as always at the big site uh, motor show. Anyway. In general, Tokyo Motor Show is not the most famous uh, automotive salon in the world. It was still fun to visit there on um, on a press day when it's not so crowded and check out some of the new mm-hmm. uh, things. What were you most impressed about? Tokyo Motor Show? Yes. Restaurant was empty. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's surprising. That never happens. All right. Great. Okay, um, great. So... <laughs> Actually, during our first uh, session, you were just complaining about the restroom the whole time. So I'm glad that it improved in two years. Looks like they listened to you. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Have a nice weekend. Have a great weekend. Amazing weekend. The best ever. Go for a ride. Hey, by the way, we didn't say those things. What? Like, uh, um... Yeah, the Instagram is moto.japan if somebody wants to follow, <laughs> even though Kazdo doesn't update anything. Uh, Fuck, I've completely forgotten about it, my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I should have posted a um, picture from the socket. Yes, uh, sometimes you put some stories which are silly. Um, so yeah, if, yeah. if you want but to... Like, marry my complaints. Ne? Yeah, so if you want to see what uh, Kazdo has been complaining about recently, just follow him at moto.japan. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not using that account anymore at all. I'm not, I'm not contributing. Um... And then there's the website, motojapan.me, that hasn't been updated in a very long time. <laughs> there's too many uh, negative elements. <laughs> so if you want to find more ne- negative elements, find us on moto.japan on Instagram, motojapan.me. We just changed the concept, you know, of motojapan. So what's the concept of motojapan? Uh, the concept is like, just, I don't know, complain as much as you want. And, uh, you know, just Let's... about negative 
just negative uh, negative thing about a Japanese culture. And yeah, negative things about Japanese culture and neglecting the bikes. Like yeah. at least I let my ninja die. My amp- battery is empty. I'm so frustrated you about it. You can't get like extra fucking memories in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think if you that... go to the fucking restaurant and then just ask them if. <laughs> If it's possible to get the extra mayonnaise, and then they're gonna bring you like some, I don't know, like one square centimeter. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly, like some, I don't know. Actually, because the when you posted that story from the restaurant complaining about that, I think that that's the time when you got most responses from people. Everybody yeah. got really like furious. People living here, they're like, "Yeah, let's start a riot! Like we want mayonnaise in Japan. Like you should go into politics and like you know, yeah, like, oh my yeah. gosh, change like, change so the complaint. rules." Yeah, change the rules. Yeah. Also, if you go to the pool, you're not allowed to wear. Oh my god, watch. he's but trying to. to... <laughs> but you have to. But you have to wear the fucking like key, whatever breast bracelet. Oh, he's trying to get me frustrated. That's the thing that frustrates me more, in, most in Japan, and um, most of my friends, anyone actually who's around me, has heard this story. But let's not go there. Yeah. Like, so we don't recommend that you, yeah. sh- you live in Japan. I think maybe we should start a new podcast, like where you complain my, about yeah. mayonnaise and I explain. Uh, I complain about Japanese swimming pools. Like the cause... fact of Japan, <laughs> full of shit. Cheers. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> We went a bit far this time. <clears throat> uh, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stop. Anyway, we're a bit tired, so we're just gonna close this and like we're not going for a ride anywhere. We're gonna like grab some wine and uh, yes. complain the whole night. And then pasta. Matane. Ciao. Ciao.